Oh my God, you guys. This podcast was incredible. My great friend Mike Stone came through. The guy's been there for me for a lot of crazy stuff that I've been through. And me and Mike got into worldviews, societal problems, child rearing, all kinds of stuff that I just really, really enjoyed talking with him about. The podcast went on and on. It's not one of the longest ones I filmed, but it was incredible. I'm really excited for you guys to check this out. As always, thanks so much for coming and checking this out. Whether you like or subscribe, that's great. But what's important to me is that you're actually checking out the content. Hopefully it's helping you. And please feel free to shoot me a message, drop a comment and let me know what you thought, liked or didn't like. I want to hear all that kinds of feedback. So again, I can't wait for you guys to watch this. I'm super, super excited for you to check this out. And yes, we do talk about religion and cults again. All right, so we're back on that. But um, again, thanks so much. Can't wait for you guys to watch this and hear what you think of it. My name's Stuart. This is my good friend, Mike Stone, and this is Not Your Mother's Podcast. Cheers. So fun fact, this guy is the very first guest to bring his own alcohol, and that's that's badass. There you go. Let, let the people know. I love it. Shit is good, too. Thank yeah. you, Mike. I appreciate no worries. it. Really, honestly, like we were talking a little bit before, but I'm super stoked to have you on. Yeah. Just, honestly, thanks for making the time. This of course. Is, uh, uh, I'm trying to think how long we've known each other. It hasn't been that long, but it feels like it's been a very long time. Yeah, I mean, it's, like it's, four years. it's been a good amount of time. Three or four years, yeah, I, I think. Like. I feel like it's been longer than that. Yeah, I feel like it has been longer <laughs> than that, for sure. Yeah, maybe, f I think five, because this is a 2012 computer, and that's when I would have started working with you. Yeah. So I think five years. Yeah, yeah, it's Damn. been a long time. It seems like it's been a long, lot longer. Um, so thanks for coming on. Of course. Really fucking stoked. I want to get into, uh, right off the bat, um, kind of talk about each of us, and you specifically, you know, growing up. Um, I know a lot of um, a lot of my content on here is going to revolve around religion and cults and things mm -hmm. like that. So, you know, not necessarily that we have to get into cults so much, but yeah. religiously, how was your upbringing? How did you grow up, and what was it like for you? Yeah, so I um, I, I grew up a Christian um, in a Christian background. Okay. Uh, we went to church uh, every Sunday for a long time. Um, we went to uh, Cornerstone. Okay. Community yeah, church, right here. yeah, just over there off off the freeway. Uh -huh. um, so we went there for a long time. Uh, we went to like a Seventh Day Adventist church, like nice. we were kind of all over the okay, place. Okay, yeah, you were. There. <laughs> um, <laughs> you went from that. But to I had that. I had I had no I had no clue about what we were doing. We, it was just kind of like something that we did on a Sunday. Part of a routine. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, when I started going to Cornerstone, it was it's obviously a bigger church than uh, than some of the other churches that I've mm -hmm. been to. Yeah, it's big. Um, and we moved around a lot, and so for us to stay at one church was kind of something that didn't happen very often. Mm. Um, do you think that was a good thing or a bad thing? How do you think that affected you? Well, I, I the times that we were moving around a lot. Yeah. Um, like I said, I didn't really know what was going on. It was just Got a it. Sunday routine. So if we went somewhere else for church, it was just because. It was just because. That's, you know, yeah. I, I didn't, <laughs> That's just I the didn't, way it I was. Didn't, yeah, I didn't have you any sort of thinking. Yeah, I didn't have any sort of thought about it. Okay. Um, when we started going to Cornerstone, uh, it was a little bit more consistent. We were going there for a long time. Got it. Um, we would do activities there. I was involved in the uh, not youth group, but I was involved in like the Royal Rangers. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard I love of that the names that, that we come up Royal with. Royal Rangers. Things. Yeah. I'm trying to think of something that I, I would have because we. I don't think we really had. 
Awanas. Oh, you're yeah. That's yeah, what I think yeah. we would have. I never was, because actually, that was too worldly for even my church. Awanas <laughs> was like, no, we can't. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, so Royal Rangers. The Royal Rangers, it was uh, Boy Scouts for Jesus, pretty yeah, much. That's what an Awana is. is. Yeah. I think it's very similar. Yeah, and so um, I, I did that. Um, it was a lot of fun. Like, we went yeah. on a lot of camping trips oh, yeah. and stuff like that. And and that's what I really pulled from it. I, I I didn't really grasp onto the religious part of it. Yeah, I don't um, think I, it I, was I, more of a it was more of an activity thing for me yeah, to do. Yeah, that's good, dude. Yeah, so I, I did that for a long time, and okay. then all of a sudden, my family just stopped going to church. It wasn't I don't a routine know, anymore. I don't know what the reason was. I don't know if it was hmm. just they just got lazy on some days. <laughs> they wanted to really take Sundays for, for what it should have been, which is a, a relaxing day. Yeah. That, that Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, yes, gave us. He did, uh, he Sunday did. is for relaxing. <laughs> thank you, um, Jesus. Yeah, thank you. Uh, <laughs> we preach Christmas and Sundays. It's fucking awesome. Yes. <laughs> Good work. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I don't know why we stopped going. Yeah. Um, but, obviously, that's when I stopped doing Royal Rangers. Gotcha. I stopped going to church. Mm-hmm. And then, you know... I, around I, what age would you say that was? Um, probably around, like, 10. Okay. 11 okay yeah so i was i was involved in i was involved in um sports at that time i was doing gotcha. hockey and so maybe that's why they stopped maybe my sports kind of took, took over that's yeah good. and then i quit after that so <laughs> so Service i, purpose, I really just tried to get us out of church yeah good work so that i can go play hockey and then, and then after after we got out of church i was like you know what i'm done Fuck it. <laughs> um i love it so so yeah so we did that and then i, I just never really had any sort of religious background after that you know i was okay. i was baptized you know in cool. church and i Same. and I, I i did the whole routine right you know um i was a born again christian i guess yeah so same i i did it twice so i'm better than you but i mean <laughs> you are more holy than i i was for a while <laughs> yeah you are you're a higher being right? yeah not no thanks yeah I'm good so and then and yeah. and after that it was just that's all it was. Yeah. It, it was what it was. I had this religious background, and mm-hmm. I just, I considered myself to be a Christian. Right. You know, that didn't go to, to church. To church, which gotcha. is what I feel like a lot of it is today, is a, yeah. as a lot of um, people who are are not pushing the religion, but mm. there's, well, yeah, they're pushing the religion. <laughs> I'm trying to be a little bit. I yeah. appreciate you being nice uh, to them, but I'm not. Uh, uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, they, they do sometimes push the religion, but they don't actually practice it as much as oh, they no. teach it. You know? Oh, you, that's my, I mean, again, I'm coming from a background of, you know, really strict rules and regulations, and when you first met me, I was still abiding by most of them. And so, uh, to me, what, what strikes me as so odd is, like, what you're saying is really telling. Like, they want to preach it, but they don't do it. Because mm-hmm. you can't do it. Yeah. Some of it's just like, you can't... Like, I know, actually, um, listening, if you listen further, or you may, may have heard it, uh, Russell Brand mentioned it on Joe's podcast mm-hmm. the other day, being in the world, but not of it. Yeah. And so, yeah, I really like that part. Yeah. That they talked about. It makes, it makes sense. I get it. But you just, there's some things you, you should embrace that make your life better. Yeah. And, I, and that's my opinion. But and that's, that's a lot of the reason why it's like, I, I am very critical of, of like the religious parts yeah. of things. But if that's what will help you grasp onto whatever you need to grasp onto then i love it perfectly fine like exactly. that's that's fine but um you know it's it's not but don't push it I, on me right it's not something that i have to adapt or, or take on myself. yeah it's not yeah and that that's i agree with you 100 percent. like i think there's so many people that feel like well you're you're taught that if and i talked about it on this uh 
about my last uh, one of my previous podcasts we talked about this how it's there's a phrase called their blood is on your hands mm -hmm. and so you have friends and family that are like look this person's gonna die when they die if they're not saved if they're not a born again Christian they're gonna go to hell right so I have to save them and right. they'll tell you well Jesus saves them but Jesus isn't doing shit you're just like <laughs> right. hey 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 right. church do this yeah. like, that's what that's what you're getting and it's so sad to me that you'll that you'll sacrifice friendships relationships family relationships yeah because of this thing that you've never been to and you've never seen and you can't yeah. you can't yes there's the there's faith and i think faith is important in all, so many aspects of mm -hmm. life but when you're trying to shove it down someone's throat there's it has to come a point where you're like okay they, they don't get it like right. they, they don't want it right. and you it's it's sad to me because so many people push it past the point where you can't um, you can't come back you right. made a friend into an enemy or yeah. a family member into an enemy and maybe someday you come back, but most likely not. Yeah, it's, and just, it's sad to me. I've been fortunate enough to not have that happen, Same which here. is good. I've been um, very lucky with that. You know, I've not that I've kind of sidestepped a lot of people that would be offended if mm -hmm. I wasn't, you know, into their ideology of, or, yeah. or, or anything like that. But I've never had that happen where you know I've I've pushed somebody away or somebody's yes. pushed me away because of the fact I that I don't I don't believe. What in, you believe in or... what they believe and all that kind of stuff so i've been fortunate in that fact and and you know i i, I pick and choose my battles like you know <laughs> yeah, I, you I, have to. I don't i don't tell my catholic grandmother you know <laughs> from mexico that i am an atheist or that i don't believe in she doesn't because it doesn't it's not essential yeah it's it's not it it's not gonna make our relationship any better nope and it can only make it worse so, so I'm what's just, the point I, there's no point to it you know, Absolutely. So, so that's why I, I think that's a part of it. I've I've become conscious of my battles with within the that's awesome realm of of debating religion and that kind of thing. And, and if somebody's open to have a debate about it or talk about it, yeah, and can educate me on certain things, and I can educate them on certain things, yeah. and then that's cool. But well, you're further along than me. I just don't want to. If someone doesn't like, I actually, if someone doesn't like, and I'm not saying people need to agree with me, but I have so many people from my background, from my past, that like. Are very strong on like their beliefs. Yeah. I just it's a bad taste in my mouth where I get a private message or a comment and they're like, "That's not true." And I'm like, oh, "Fuck, I don't know." Yeah, like, I, I don't want to fight with not yeah, fighting, I, but an an organized like right like right. an actual conversation. Right. I don't think I'd have a problem with, but I haven't had one yet. <laughs> I feed off of debate. I feed oh, off of that kind okay. of well, that kind you. of tension. <laughs> just ask my wife. <laughs> I I I, 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 I uh, not that I and. I'm sure there's probably people out there that would say I need to be right, but not that I need to be right, but I, I, I just, I would rather have that conversation than for us to be like, fuck you, you're wrong. Yes. You know, there's a, there's a cartoon I saw the other day where it's, you may have seen it. Um, and it's just like a little, not a cartoon, but like a, a drawing. Mm -hmm. And it's one guy that says team A and he's like, oh yeah, team A. And he's got a little flag that says team A. Yeah. There's a guy that's holding up a flag that says team B. Right. And the team A guy sees a team B guy. Fuck that guy, and that's it's true though. Like I feel like religion, politics, and it's an ideology that I've come into lately that I understand. Like that's all it takes is like, yeah. oh, you don't believe what I believe? Well, fuck you, you're wrong. Like, yeah, well, why, why can't you have a conversation or be a nice person about it? Yeah, it's it's kind of something that that I feel is lost today. Yes, you know, I in high school I took a debate class and it was good. Okay, it Hell was yeah. it was really good um, being able to be forced to be on one side of thing that maybe mm -hmm. you started off not believing in right. or not, you know, having 
your full weight into. Right. And then coming out of it, having a different view, even if you're still on the side of you don't agree with it, but you had to fight for it, now you have a, a better understanding of yeah. the other side. Would you call that, uh, would you say that was a good exercise in critical thinking for you? Yeah, and then, you know, I've, I've always been interested in philosophy as well, so it's, Same. It, you know, so after high school, I went to college, I went to community college. Okay. Um, oh, you went to real college. That's, yeah. I, I went to fake college. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I didn't finish, so. Yeah, you, you got more credits than I do right now, dude. Um, <laughs> That's cool, though. What did you take? So I took, you know, I took critical thinking. I took, okay. you know, introduction to philosophy and, and that That's kind awesome. of stuff. And, and it's been a long time since I've actually reviewed it. But, right. You know, it got me, you know, it was, it was a good part of my life to, yeah. you know, experiment in different forms of thought. And, that's awesome. And that kind of thing. And, and and I think that's where I kind of came out wanting to be more of on the side of, like, I don't believe in, in a higher power like right. that. You know, I don't, I don't believe in that. And, and even I'm still struggling to say that I'm an atheist. I really don't, I, I really don't I want to associate, do I really don't want to associate with, with anything. I just yeah. want, I just want to be, Excuse me. A, a person that that teaches good values to my kids yes. and that kind of stuff, yeah. and so and, you know that's that's one thing that that I want to make sure that I try to be as clear about as possible. For sure. You know, if you want to label it, I guess you can label it atheism. Yeah. But, you know, I, I really don't care. For me, <laughs> for me, it's come. It's definitely come to a place where I've had, I've had because of this podcast, I've had people ask me like, well, what do you believe? Like, what? You know, is is there a God? Isn't there a God? And, you know, what's he like? And I've had to come... I Actually, I'm supposed to have had to come to terms, but I haven't. The place that I'm in is I just... Simil quite similar to what you're saying is, like, I believe what I believe, and what I believe is be a good person. Right. And teach teach my kid to be a good person and work really hard every day to, like, right. make the planet a better place. And I... It's... You know, people don't like to hear this, and I have people that will argue with me on this, but I don't need a God to tell me that. Yeah, I don't need I don't need to read a book or pray to a person to. Now again, what you said before, and I totally agree with as far as like if you feel like you're going to church or you're worshiping something and it's making like I, I've said in a previous podcast, if you feel like it's making you better, enriching your life, right. shit, do it. That's awesome. Yeah, that's great. But again, that's that's not me, and that's not what I feel like I have to do because I did it for a long ass time. Yeah, and I. I I love having those conversations with people who are like it. It enriches my life, uh -huh. and it, you know, it, it helps me, you know, get through the day and that kind of stuff, and that's great. Um, but I still like asking those questions, you know, like, well, is this what you really believe? Like, do you really <laughs> believe that the Earth is like seven thousand years old or whatever? I just started watching Cosmos the other day. Have you watched it? <laughs> I've I've watched a little bit of it. The yeah. same, just a little bit. Yeah. God, that shit. I can't go outside anymore. When I'm outside. I'm Holy yeah, fuck. Like, yeah, it's so it's, crazy. Yeah, it's it's very mind blowing. I have to, yeah. You have to take it in very small morsels. Yeah, I didn't know? do that the first time. Yeah, and that's not good. <laughs> and that's just not how I internalize information. Like I, oh, no. I want, I want to watch like a documentary all the way through. I can't yes. watch a portion of it and then just be done with it. So, mm -hmm. it watching the cosmos is very hard because yeah. you just have to like take one small piece, and that's especially true. with with kids. And, oh God. <laughs> you know, family and that kind of stuff. It's like, yep. where well, are you going to fit it in? Where, where are you going to fit it in? And then like, you try to absorb as much of the yeah, information I, yes, as you can. Yes. And it's and so hard. Screaming and, and screaming kids all over and the place. Wives asking you questions. <laughs> it's just, it's not. That's why I got divorced. Yeah. That's <laughs> no, not why. But, well, let's talk about, let's talk about fatherhood. Yeah. Um, and so I, I have a daughter. She just turned four. You have two daughters mm -hmm. and they four are and four and two. Yep. And, um, yeah, let's talk about that. Just kind of like, I think what's interesting to me, um, 
is a conversation that I know people have had with you and have had with me. Mm -hmm. Not not that often with me, but it does come up just because of my religious background. Like, what do you want your your children to believe in? How do you mm -hmm. want them to feel about God? Um, just my blanket statement and what I tell my daughter all the time is like I, and she's four, so they don't get it that much. But right, and I'll tell you why. There's a reason why I have to um, kind of like hammer some things down with her as far as God and beliefs. Mm -hmm. But there's uh, my blanket statement is I just I want. I want this kid to to grasp as much of the world as she can and and under, find a way to help her understand like there's a lot of fucked up shit and there's a lot of things wrong yeah. but there's so much good yeah. and you can be a part of the good and you can be a force for good yeah. and that's more important to me than if she believes there's this and that and right. there's a heaven and hell right. okay but that's not impacting her today right now like that's not making right. to, in my opinion that's not making a difference right now yeah it's not having a, i don't feel like it's having a positive reinforcement on them you know if, nope. if you if you go to a church and you go to you send your kids off to sunday school mm -hmm. and and that kind of stuff um you know it's they're gonna go learn that there is a heaven and a hell mm -hmm. and you know sins and Yep. Ten Commandments, all that kind of stuff, which is, which is great if that's what you want them to learn. But yeah. at the same time, now they have this thing in their head that's saying, "Well, if you know, if you go in your mom's purse and you steal twenty bucks, you're going to hell." Yep. And there's so much sin in and that. I'm not saying, and I'm not saying that it's good to go <laughs> and steal money. <laughs> but, but what I'm saying is, you know, it, you know, if if maybe you know they accidentally knock Sorry, something over and they interject. Break it. Yeah. My, I was trying to remember. I had a conversation with Chloe last night and she said something she wanted to go to the pool it was like 10 9 30 mm -hmm. can we go to the pool just you know anything to keep from going to sleep yeah can we go to the pool and I said no okay it's cold well, what about the warm pool and I said well it's not open well she's like well we could jump over it <laughs> <laughs> anyways right. I just, and, and and that's that's and where I, a lot of things I just came sat there in, like that's you're smart that's yeah, funny that's where a lot of things that. that's where a lot of things come into play um from my childhood is my parents used a lot of like Jesus wouldn't like that. Oh, really? Yeah. Damn. And I just I never wanted shit spanked out of me. Yeah, I, and then you know, if I'm like, well, whatever, then they would probably beat the shit out of <laughs> right. me. Um, but it, it, it's not something that I want to want to be a crutch. You know, no. If I was exactly. religious, I wouldn't want it to be a crutch. And we have my wife has religious a, a religious family. Yeah. Um, they're more of the uh, preach it. But they don't yeah. practice it. You know? Good for they them. Don't, they don't. Uh, they don't go to church every Sunday. Good. You know, but um, they're very. You know, they're very religious. But, gotcha. Um, but that's the thing is that when I was a kid, I was always told like, well, Jesus wouldn't like that. You that know? sucks. And, like, and I had that idea. I had the idea of like, well, shit. Like, if I do this, then I'm going to be seen by my parents as a bad person. And, and Jesus is going to be pissed Jesus too. Jesus is a bad person. Yeah. It's, yeah. And it's just not the way that. A kid should have to think, you know, and it—it's a way of, of parenting without parenting. A hundred percent, yes. You know? it's, honestly, and I'm not saying this against your parents, and not even against mine, mm -hmm. but that kind of that kind of speaking is—I've learned through therapy, talking like that is super lazy, because you don't yeah. have to, you don't have to explain anything. Jesus I feel like going to be mad. Well, why is it why is it wrong? Why is Jesus mad? And you know your kids are full of whys, right? So it's an easy way to say Jesus is going to be mad, and the conversation's over, and you don't have to explain why it's wrong or why they shouldn't you know, pull their sister's hair right. or, you know, and, and if you ask why, then it's, you know, then it's going into like this Bible scripture and yeah. Jesus, did, you know, Jesus said this the one time, <laughs> yeah. this drunk guy wrote this shit down and Jesus yeah. like, yeah, yeah, I like it. Let's yeah. put it in. So, um, that's a good point. And what I, from my, from my perspective, like, uh, 
what you're what you're saying, I get with 100% as far as like, you know, Jesus would be mad at the, and 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 inside your family and just in a more of like a, what am I trying to say? Like a tight knit circle, like mm-hmm. that that whole construct of that kind of discipline and going to church. I get all that, mm-hmm. and I agree. I think for me, the bigger picture is when they're being taught in Sunday school about sin, about right and wrong, um, about good and bad, which my therapist has actually told me not to use those terms with my kid which was kind of like wait what How, what do i do not now to, not to say good and, bad. good and bad like instead of because then it gives this association of guilt with with things that they do yeah and again it's i can't explain it fully as, as well as i would like but um it's this the bigger picture for me is when they step outside of the home mm-hmm. and when they're not in sunday school and then they see something and they they have they have to call it out as bad. Right. And as a as a you know two and four year old and my four year old, it's it's crazy because yeah, like, ah, that's wrong. Like shut the fuck up. Like yeah. I'm trying to get them to be quiet. So yeah. there's that. But as they get older, that doesn't go away, and they don't continue to say it. But they continue to silently judge people everywhere they go, and that's yeah. just fucked up. And I I get like get, have some street smarts. If you see someone that's yeah. shady, like don't fuck with them. Like I right. get that. Right. But like you're judging, and I from personal experience, I'm judging everyone I come into contact with. Yeah, it's hard for me to divorce myself from that. And if you're teaching them from a very, very young age, mm-hmm. my kid has come home to tell me that boys don't kiss boys, boys kiss girls, and it's wrong for boys to kiss boys. My really? kid has come home and, and and not yelled at me, but told me that this is that God is mad because I have this on my skin. Wow. And we've had a conversation. I wasn't defensive, and I was like, I thought it was funny actually. She's like, God sees your tattoo, and I said, Oh. <laughs> Okay, so well, he's gonna come down here soon. And I was like, okay, soon? yeah, <laughs> it's on its way. The rapture's sweet, coming. Sweet. Yeah, <laughs> can't wait. So he's coming soon. I'm like, okay. So then what? Well, he's he's mad about that. I was like, Did you tell her he had an appointment in 2000. <laughs> fucking missed it. <laughs> missed it. Overshadowed by more big, than 17. Big years. time. Yeah. Um, so at any rate, that's my that's my whole uh, issue with because again, there's a. I'm not going to go into it too much, but just to speak to that, I don't take her to church. Someone does, right. and she's not with me. And so that, for me, um, I can't stop that. I can't speak to that. But what I can do is when I have her, I can reinforce, you know, humanity. And the f- yeah. I, can, I can take her to, uh, this humble brag, but like uh, <laughs> two weeks ago, I took her and we picked up trash on Sunday. Nice. Honestly, I felt like that was way more, way more constructive and way more helpful to her understanding doing More of a good life lesson. Yes. Yeah, then sitting in church and having someone teach her about how Abraham almost killed his son but then was like, ah fuck it, I won't do it because God said no at the last right. minute. Like, no, no four year old doesn't need to hear that shit. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, that's my kind of night and day comparison. Yeah. Like, and I do my best to reinforce like be be the good, you know, be the good you want to see in the world. But like right. be good. Do good. Yeah, and it's it's something that um I, I if I wanted to reference anything it would be, you know, the golden rule, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. do unto others. Yeah, yeah you. you know, and, and and I see that there are good things. I, I feel a lot of people are like, well, you know, how can you not believe in religion and, and this and that, you know, but how would you know to not do these things? I to not murder, often. to not, yes. to not steal, yes. to not cheat, that kind of stuff. I'm like, you know, our society was built on religion. So we would have to rewind everything back to the beginning of society mm-hmm. for me to answer that question True. and to see like point. how it plays out. Yeah, you know. Then I've heard I, different arguments. I can't answer that. Yeah, it's it's not possible. That's a good point. But, I've never heard it that way. But you know what? But I try to articulate something as as best as I can, and I say, you know what? I if I grew up in today's society without any religion, like how I'm bringing up my kids. Yep. 
it's the job of the parent. It's it the job yeah, of, of teachers and things like that to teach them to be good people. And a lot of people would still say, well, don't you think a lot of that stems from religion? Sure, it does. But, but you don't have to go to church to learn it. You don't have to go to church to learn it. And you don't you have know? to believe in God and, right. and the devil and all that shit right. to understand it. And so that's that's where I am kind of coming from when I when people ask me, how are you going to raise your kids you know, without oh. any sort of religion? And, you know, it, just teach them to be a good person. You yeah, know? that's teach what them, I was going to say. Like, they always it's say basic. please. They, I yes. always tell them to say please and thank you. Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't think there's anything in the Bible that says everybody has to say please and no, thank I'm you. No, I'm pretty sure there's not. You know, so <laughs> that's a societal yeah, thing absolutely. that I picked up yep. and that my parents taught to me that I'm going to teach to my kids. Yeah. So why can that not apply to don't steal, don't lie, don't cheat, don't murder, exactly. yeah. you know, all that kind of stuff. How does how can it not be linked back to a societal, you know. Construct. Construct, yeah. exactly. Um, and, and so i don't have any qualms with that and again my my wife is kind of on the fence she's not like yeah. an atheist but she's again she doesn't really know what she believes in and that's fine i'm, I'm not gonna push i'm more worried to have that yeah uh, i'm not gonna push anything on her that says that you shouldn't believe and i'm not mm -hmm. she's not getting any outside influence that she should believe that's good but she's not very vocal about her religion in the in the slightest so maybe that's why she's not getting any pushback on the other side probably but um <laughs> but i know that she's she's kind of had that that not worry, but she wonders what what we're gonna teach them. Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm more the laid back person in the relationship. Yep. I'm more of just like you know what the if if her parents want to up and like take the kids to go to church, something. that's fine. What really? that's yeah seriously okay. like the, who am I to hold them back from that like, experience? That's a good point because then you're then you're doing what kind of in an opposite way, but the same thing that religion does is right. Like, no, you have to believe this. Right. And if, and I like if they the come idea. back and they want to talk about the Bible and that kind of stuff, yeah. I feel like I've, I have a general knowledge of, of the scripture yeah. Yeah. that I can say, yeah, you know, well, from your growing up. You yeah. Can, yeah, for you sure. Know, I, I can, I can relate to what they're saying. Mm -hmm. And then at the same time, I can maybe, you know, give them another idea. And I don't really want to overload them with a lot of information. Right. But, um, if that's something that does wind up happening, I'm not worried about it. That's a good point. It is something that will probably come up sometime. Oh, it's you know, if, yeah, for sure. If they don't wind up going to church or they don't really learn about mm -hmm. Christianity or whatever because we don't have it in the household, they're going to eventually They'll learn. They'll come somewhere. in contact with it. Yeah. They'll have it somewhere. For sure. And so it permeates our our, our society. Yeah, and I feel really like does. I feel like you know the old saying of knowledge is power. It's it's yep. it's so true in that aspect of like go out. Be religious Fine. for 10, yeah. 15, 20 years. So if you, you wind up coming back want. and realizing that maybe it's not something for you, that's cool. fine. And you can not, not not even start over, but you can you can continue. You can try something else. Like it's that's what I think is um, incredible to me coming from my background is the um, the freedom. Mm -hmm. Just like you can believe what you want. It's oh it's okay to believe yeah. what you want to believe. Yeah. And that's that's to me that's kind of mind blowing. But that's where I want that's where I want my child. Uh, I want Chloe to be at like I want her to be in a place where she can you know well I believe this or I believe that and there's not right. judgment coming from me or from someone else right. saying like well no you have to believe this way like no it needs to be it's an open forum you believe what you believe and you don't have to necessarily tell me why unless you're doing something that's really wrong right cool believe what you believe yeah and there's a lot of people that that are probably out there thinking like well what how are they gonna have any sort of structure in their life mm -hmm. you know growing up and this and that you know 
They, they'll have structure. They, they'll, they will. <laughs> well, if it's not a religious structure, it's a family structure. Yes. If it's not a family structure, it's a societal structure. Mm-hmm. It's a friend structure. It's, yeah. They'll have some sort of structure in their life that'll keep them going, and religion doesn't have to be there. It's not the full, that's the problem for me, is that so many people depend on it as a crutch and want it to be the fulcrum for mm-hmm. everything. And it's just like, you. The, okay, I get it, and, and I understand, I comprehend that that mindset because yeah. I grew up in it mm-hmm. but if you make that if you make a book that's 2,000 plus years old the fulcrum for everything that's not gonna work right it just doesn't work why do you think there's so many newer versions of the Bible they have to keep updating it because right. the shit in it doesn't translate to today's society right. when your kid says no I don't want to go we have to go to the store okay put your clothes on let's go to the store no I don't want to go well in the Old Testament you take them outside the city and you stone the shit out of them until they're dead. Right. You right. can't do that today and you yeah. really fucking shouldn't. Yeah. Not saying it doesn't happen in Middle Eastern countries, it might, but I'm just saying you you can't do that. Yeah. And so to teach a child from a young age that this is how everything works, it's not it's not gonna work. It's not gonna, it doesn't serves no purpose when you get out in the real world. Yeah. As an adult I can speak to that, saying that's how I grew up. And now that I'm out in the real world, you can see when we when you first met me, like not that like I was I don't know, I'm sure I was weird to some people, but not that I was super <laughs> weird, but it was like, this guy doesn't he doesn't drink, he doesn't smoke, he doesn't do any yeah. of the normal shit. And I'm not saying, please go drink and smoke, people. If you don't want to drink, you don't want to smoke, <laughs> It's good. not It's not always a norm to drink and smoke. And that's true. Stuff and, that's true. And, so, and, and that's that's fine to, yeah. if you don't drink or smoke. But, but for me, like I, I didn't do a lot of the normal things. That, and it wasn't so much that I didn't drink or smoke. It was that while I would tell you, Prince, other people that I would hang out with, like, oh, you know, I don't... I don't, ju- I don't hold any judgment against you or anything. I was. I absolutely did. Yeah. I can tell you right now. Like, I would look at them. I would look at you guys. We'd have uh, those those beer breaks or whatever at AppStack where we worked. Yeah. And I, would, I, would, I wouldn't necessarily judge and be like, oh, well, you know. But I would look at myself and be like, I'm kind of the shit. All these people are Way drunkards. above these people. Yeah, they're drunkards and they're awful base people. And here I am just abstaining and being an amazing Christian. I was helping you pass your AdWords test. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were all, we were all in there. Everyone was drinking. Yeah. And Corey and I were helping you and, and <laughs> Chris. Chris. And Prince? I, think, I feel like no. Prince took, No, it was me and Chris. You and Chris. Me and, me and Chris for sure. Oh, yeah, it was just you and Chris. Uh-huh. We were helping you guys pass the AdWords test, and we just got, we just bought a whole bunch of beer. And you guys got good and buzzed. Yeah, we I did. feel like. <laughs> we're having a good time. Yeah. And but I didn't have anything to drink. There's no way. Right. No, no, no. You didn't. I, I feel like I brought root beer. Mm. Or at least I go to Prince's every that year for Thanksgiving. Like a Stewart thing <laughs> but I bring really it like it up. <laughs> I pulled a Stewart. You pulled a Stewart on us. I remember I went to either it was that or and or Thanksgiving, and I would bring the root beer. But it looked like you know it was in the thing. It looked like yeah. beer beer. Yeah, so yeah. I thought it was really clever for that. <laughs> yeah, we thought it was pretty funny. I'm sure you thought it was stupid, <laughs> but um, so I want to transition a little bit into um, uh, music because I know. Yeah. Uh, I fucking love music. Um, it's just, it, it means like it means so much to me to be able to like um, to express myself. Whether not necessarily me singing, but just like listening to music, mm-hmm. I love it. And I know that you have that kind of. I want you to talk about um, the connection between your children and your music and uh, your your tattoo. I, I think that's really cool. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, well, I, I I've always had music in my life, mm-hmm. um, as I'm sure a lot of people have. Um, so that didn't like that wasn't a problem like having what I would call worldly music even though you went to church that was never an issue. No, for us, no, the my, only my family was never Sorry. really like no, no. It's, if my family was never really like you can't. Well, they were in a sense like they Some found shit. they found a disturbed CD. Yeah, that'll do. And uh, just an the M&M, artwork, an Eminem CD. <laughs> oh yeah, and, and I got that wasn't for that. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I mean, 
different kinds of like rock and roll music was not yes. banned okay. from my house. Cool. Um, Definitely banned from mine. Peter Frampton, Kiss, the, okay. obviously the Beatles, the Beatles yeah. Led Zeppelin. Those were all staples of my childhood That's as awesome, far as dude. music was concerned. Good. So uh, it, it, it's always been something that has been with me and, and that I've completely developed in, yeah. into my day-to-day life. And um, if anybody was to ask me what I could not live without besides my family, family. and friends, you know, <laughs> uh, it would be music. Yeah. I, would, I, would, I would, if I was stranded on an island, the one thing I would want is a Spotify. Com- <laughs> yeah, pretty much Spotify. <laughs> or, or I want a record player and yes. a complete catalog of albums. Fuck that's, yeah. that's what I want. Hell yeah. And, and a lot of. Yeah, well, that, that of course. Um, no so food. Maybe, maybe multiple things. Yeah. I, don't know. <laughs> I think you what get are, five things, right? I'll, I'll fish. But, um, <laughs> I could fish, yeah. Yeah, it'd be good. Um, yeah, and so music music is always something that I am loving to learn about, yeah. to discover. Um, I went to Seattle uh, a few weeks ago. Yeah, I saw. Um, it was amazing. Obviously, if anybody knows Seattle, it's super, you know, Mecca of, of grunge music and, and oh, that is kind it? of stuff. Yeah. Okay. Um, and a lot that's, of great bands. I'm trying to. That's Macklemore too, right? He's from there. Macklemore's from there. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, cool. But I mean, like Nirvana, right? And Pearl Jam. I'm not. And I didn't go that far back. Soundgarden <laughs> and that kind of stuff are all stemming that's their, from their their roots. Stemming. Well, yeah, just stemming from that that genre of music. And, okay. And so uh, a buddy of mine that that I went out there and we went to go visit. Uh, was going to see a, a show on Friday, and you know I was I didn't know who was playing, uh-huh. um, and I was kind of reluctant uh, at first. I said, you know, I I don't know, I kind of really know, and I don't want you to spend your money on a ticket yeah. for me. Like I, I'll Sounds just go to the bar and yeah. drink. <laughs> and when <laughs> you're done, like when Hit you're done, up. yeah, that's fine. Um, but I wound up going, and it was at this little. Uh, oh, little bar and it's just like those are the best it, it was a venue that all these iconic bands played at it's called you the, go to the, the hotel Prop. cafe I in don't. LA no you should, dude. is it good oh yeah it's a really small good venue and yeah. big people play there like yeah. they just had well they even have comedians too Chappelle was there the other day oh really and they have like John Mayer will come sometimes nice. like yeah it's pretty big anyway sorry what no no it's fine we're at? Uh, it's, it's called the Croc okay. so if you guys are in Seattle go see a show at the Croc it's <laughs> amazing small venue um and and awesome. So, okay. uh, so we went to the Croc. Uh, beforehand, we actually went to a whiskey bar and yeah. had whiskey for about four or five hours. Oh shit! Um, so the Croc was a great experience. Yeah, so the Croc. That's why you're telling people to go there. <laughs> um, no, there was a whiskey bar down the street. Uh, oh, it's called. You got called drunk the before. Oh so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was that was a good call. Yeah. Um, and there were two bands playing. One was Local H. Okay. I don't know if you ever heard of them. Nope. Um, Pretty and much the majority of shit you bring up, I'm not gonna. Yeah. The Beatles, I was like, oh, I know that. Yeah, one. you know that one. <laughs> uh, Local H and another band called the Toadies. Okay. Um, super good bands. Um, Toadies weren't really my cup of tea. Uh, didn't really. Shit happens. Yeah, they're they're an older band. Okay. Um, and so are so is Local H, but they are a two person group. Okay. Local H, and they are probably my favorite band right now. No shit. Yeah. And that was, was just, that the first time you never heard them. Well, there's there's one song that comes okay. on on K Rock, okay, that they had like way back when. Gotcha. Um, I forgot the name of it, but uh, it, it's other than that, I didn't know any other of their songs. Damn. And it but was now... the most amazing experience huh. of my life. That's and, awesome. And I just it's it's all that whole story kind of just circles back around to 
go see live music. It's oh my the God. best thing so, you can ever so do. So right. It's you're right. And whether or not you know the band, you like the band, live music is so amazing. It's and an to surround yourself it's, with that kind of vibe is, especially if you're is exactly what you need. Not necessarily a dive bar, but in a smaller intimate venue. Like yeah. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with going to a huge concert. Like that's cool, right. but like going to an intimate venue, there's uh, I went to see I don't know if you know who Rob Morrow is. He's a, he's an actor, but mm -hmm. he also does music. Yeah. Uh, and I went to go see him and I got to, like I watched have you ever seen the show Numbers? It's a mm -hmm. FBI cop show and then yeah. my brother helps him, he's a mathematician or whatever. But growing up somehow that slipped through the cracks of all the shit we weren't allowed to watch. <laughs> And I actually got to see him afterwards yeah. and tell him that. And it was a really neat experience. But yeah. the experience of going and seeing good live music in an intimate venue, yeah. everyone needs to do that before they die. Yeah. Several times. It's, well, it's yeah, a, going to see live music amazing. is amazing. Yeah. Um, if it's good. <laughs> if it, I mean, even if, even if it's not good, uh, I'm sure there's probably, one, there's probably one aspect of the band or the group yep. that you will like. If you don't, so true. maybe the singing sucks, but the music is really good. Yeah. Or the drummer is really good. Mm -hmm. Or the bassist or the guitarist, whatever. Um, is really good. good point. You know, it's an experience. It's, there's an there's an experience there, and even if everything, all those things I just mentioned are terrible, um, <laughs> people bought a ticket to go see that band in the first place, yep. and so they obviously are vibing with it. So just feed off the energy yeah. and, and that point. kind of stuff. So, um, so yeah, music is is a huge part of my life, awesome. and I, I can't go anywhere without it. I can't not have it in my life. Hell yeah. Um, and you know, I. I I love digging deeper into those kind of things. Like I, I we were on the phone last night and mm -hmm. I talked to you about um, this podcast called Dissect. Yes, yeah, you um, that. And it's a podcast that basically goes in and dissects um, albums. Uh, there's only two seasons so right far, now, yeah. and each season is one album from an artist. And the first season was Kendrick Lamar, uh, To Pimp a Butterfly, which is an amazing <laughs> album. If you haven't heard it yet, um, go listen to I it. Gotta check it. Um, but the, there's a story with everything that he talks about, and a lot of people look at um, hip hop and rap and that kind of stuff, and they think that it's just ignorant music. I remember the first time. So when I when I first met this guy, we were working together, and we're gonna get into that later. But I remember you ran, you had a Pandora station, or I don't know if it was a station, but like this guy was like in our little department, in our room, like this guy was running all the music. And one minute it would be like Nat King Cole, mm -hmm. and then the next minute it'd be fucking Randy Travis. And I was like, how are these both on the same? Yeah. And that was what that was what first like kind of made me think or realize because I, I listened to even at that point, even though I was a super Christian, I still listened to didn't have a problem with other kinds of types of music. Right. But you kind of introduced me to um to two guys. Hang on, I gotta think of them. One's an actor too. Most Def. Mm -hmm. And then um, he's sort uh, of an actor. With, huh? He's yeah, sort he of an actor. Yeah, he is yeah, too. Yeah, Twelve Blocks. That's a good movie. Most deaf, and fuck, dude, I can't remember the other guy's name. Another hip hop artist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right along with him. And you told me they're not just artists, they're activists, and I'll never forget that. And that really stuck with me, and I, I still listen to them. Yeah. God damn it, I can't remember the guy's <laughs> name. He's in John Wick, the second one. Oh, man. Wow, I why can't seen John Wick? Oh, are you talking about. Oh, sorry, man. <laughs> I haven't seen John Wick. You have two kids. I, I, yeah, I, I, I should, and you I'm should. sure a lot of people I'll let you borrow the first one. You haven't seen the first one? I'm sorry. Man. Okay, I'll let you borrow it. You'll borrow it today. Um, Not that you'll watch it. I think maybe year. it might have been um, God, like the RZA. No. No? God, why can't I think of it? Yeah, no, and he's, he's not real big in acting, but he's got a couple roles and he's good. Dude, this is going to drive Andre 3000? No, this is going to drive me nuts. Um, fuck. I'm trying to think what else he's in. I, I lost it, dude. I I'm sorry, man. No, that's terrible. I wish I could help you. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Let's circle back around yeah. to. To talking about, I want I want you to show. Put that. Do you mind yeah. putting that up close to the camera? I want people to see that. 
and see what it is. And if you're just listening, it's a tattoo. It's a, what would you call that? Just um, script, I guess. Yeah. And it says... Um, you remind me of you. Right. And that, who is that for and what is that from? Uh, it's from my daughter. Okay. Um, it's from Jack Johnson. Gotcha. It is from his most recent album. Gotcha. Um, from Here to Now to You. Okay. Uh, and and it was kind of... We kind of just stumbled upon the, the album. Uh, my wife and I have, have loved Jack Johnson forever. I introduced, I introduced yeah. her to Jack Johnson when we first started dating, and she just fell in love, you know, with, with that. And and um, he came out with his album, and we listened to it one night when we were in our first house. We had no uh -huh. kids. Well, actually, <laughs> uh, my wife is pregnant. She was, was on the way. Yeah, Jules. yeah. Jules was on the way. Juliet. Um, and we listened to this song called "You Remind Me of You," and it was basically. Uh, Jack Johnson singing about his kids. Oh, that's um, awesome! And I love those. You know, and he's a songwriter too, right? He writes. Yeah, he writes all of his own. I love that. There's a guy. Music. Sorry, not to interrupt. Yeah. This is a good story. Um, John McLaughlin is the guy, the singer songwriter I like the most. Yeah. And he has a couple songs to his daughters. Uh, Proud father, uh, imaginary tea. If yeah. you haven't heard imaginary tea, I need to send that to you. It's <laughs> fucking. It'll make you cry. Yeah. And I I asked him about it once, and he said that was. I think it was a Yeah. That was one of those songs, but I think it was Imaginary Tea. He said that song, that song took me forever to write. <laughs> really? Yeah, and I thought that all sounded so natural. Like I'm yeah. not sure why it took so long. You you always believe that the, the artist can just just snap it. Just snap. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he just sits in a room all day. Okay, I'll be <laughs> yeah. done. Right, one good. day we're done. <laughs> um, we'll film or we'll we'll be in the studio one day tomorrow. Yeah. No problem. Done. Two days. <laughs> Two days. Uh, Make a shit ton of money. <laughs> Yeah, and so we kind of just stumbled upon this this song, and in the I don't know when we came came up on it. I'd, I'd have to look to see when yeah. the album came out because we listened to it right when it came out. That's awesome. And, and um, it was a month, maybe two months, maybe a couple months, maybe a couple weeks. I don't know. Mm -hmm. uh, before <laughs> it was right there. It was right there before my wife was due, and um, oh, so that came along right before. Yeah, it Julia was just was it, everything just kind of so fell cool, into dude. place, and so. Um, when my daughter was born, obviously we have like the golden hour and that kind of yeah. stuff. So um, I put it on my phone and I just, yeah. I just bawled my eyes. No out. shit. Yeah, I, just, I, <laughs> I sang the song and I, I had beautiful. her in my arms. Oh, and it was, that's awesome, it was, dude. Yeah, it was amazing. It was a total different experience, and Hell it's yeah. totally. When I first heard it, I obviously loved it, but mm -hmm. I hadn't, I didn't have anything. Yeah, to really attach it to visualize. like I, I couldn't see my daughter. Right. Um, and That's then, so perfect. And then dude. when she came out, I, I put it on. I just started crying. Just lost yeah, it. Yeah. That's it. awesome, dude. We need to uh, talk. To, we need to get a hold of Jack and let him know. That's, <laughs> seriously, that's fucking yeah. That's sick. Yeah. So it. and and so, I've always wanted to get tattoos for my. I love tattoos. Yep. Um, and I've I've always wanted to get a tattoo for my kids. That's so um, cool. And I don't have anything one. Have one for Cambria yet, yes. but uh, it's, it's it's coming. coming. <laughs> um, By the time this podcast is out, she's gonna anyway. expect it. She's, yeah. gonna, she's gonna come Dad, hit me up. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, she's gonna come hit me up for some something. Have your like, uh, here's a fun one. Yeah. Uh, this has nothing to do with music. Have your um, I think this is funny to talk about. Has um, and you don't have to talk about it if you don't want because I'll just tell my story. Has Julia ever cursed and how did you handle that? Yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> I have. <laughs> I have a, a short, like, five-second video. I've got one, too. <laughs> um, where she's saying shit. That's awesome. Um, yeah, my wife and I are sailors, man. It's, it's, <laughs> it's pretty bad. I love uh, it. I slip, I slip in traffic. I try to be careful because there's we got two households, and so it gets kind of wonky between the two. But yeah. I do remember, geez, it was, like, at least a year ago. She came home from daycare, 
and she comes home and she, I said what the, and I was like, and I, you know, I didn't yeah. say it. I just said what the, I was like, oh, sh okay. I, I, I stopped myself, yeah. I'm good. And then, in the other room, I hear, fuck. And I was oh, like, dude. <laughs> and she couldn't have been but three years old. Yeah, and I was dude, just it's... like, oh, wait, what? And so I brought her in, I was like, hey, what was that? And she looks at me like, am I allowed to? And she goes, what the fuck? And I was like, oh, shit. I didn't say shit. I yeah, was just like, all right, look. And I've talked to my, my therapist about how to approach it. And without getting into good or bad, just like, hey, daddy, sorry, you won't hear him say that again. Like that kind of conversation. I can't make that kind of promise. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. See, if my, therapist said, if, if my therapist told me to just don't, don't do curse, that, or, it's not going to happen. It's, it's an empty promise. But in, <laughs> but in that... Before I went to therapy, I'd had a friend, I'd watched him deal with his kids with that, mm -hmm. my, buddy, my buddy Gavin, and I liked what he said, because they would curse, and he'd be like, no, those are grown-up words. So that's what, I would, that's what I would tell Chloe for a long time, yeah. and now we, we haven't had an incident in a while, and again, I don't, I don't get worked up about it. It's just like, no. I don't want her, I would really appreciate her not doing it in public, yeah. like if we're in a store, and my four-year-old's like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. that's not going to be hey, okay. that's pretty bad. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I just think it's interesting to hear. I at least want to get like a couple, couple videos of it first, oh, and then yeah. I'm gonna go into like, you know what? Those are mommy and daddy <laughs> words. You know, you shouldn't be saying that. You can't say that yet. But but definitely got it recorded. That is funny. And when you're 16, we're gonna show you this. Sh we're gonna yeah. play this at your graduation. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I have a what is it, Chloe? <laughs> I have a video um, that was sent to me of her saying, "I'll, I'll show it to you later." Mm -hmm. Oh my fucking god! And then her saying that. Yeah, and then the person asked her. Who says that? She goes, my daddy. <laughs> <laughs> so so like, somebody else's videoing it or yes, your video? No, someone else's videoing it. Oh. I'll, tell you, I'll tell you more on that later. Oh, man. I it's bet just, that's an interesting story. Yeah, it is an interesting story. <laughs> yeah. But it was just funny when it came through because I lost. I was like, oh, my God. And I remembered saying that. And I'm not just trying to make an excuse. You can actually pinpoint the I was in traffic. time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So I was in yeah. traffic, and I was like, like, I was really pissed. Yeah. Because I've been living, we live in California. So I get in my car and I'm automatic. I'm fuck. I got mad. This is like to drive car. 20 minutes to go anyway. <laughs> exactly. I'm trying to go to the fucking store right yeah. now. And I vividly remember like someone cutting me off and be like, "Oh my fucking god!" And then she <laughs> says, "I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that rings a bell." <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, oh, I love it's, you. I don't. I don't really care. You know, oh. it's, it's they're gonna learn it some other time. You know, there's movies. There's friends. There's there, yeah. There's everything. It's like, everywhere. It's, there's not anything that kids can get away from nowadays. Nope. And those are good things and those are bad things. Yep, but then again, it goes it goes back to how you're teaching them and how they're learning about it. Yeah. Instead of like instantly judging someone for how they look or what they say or anything like that, let them be another person in the world with you and let yeah. that let that happen. Not let something bad happen, but let just be able to exist with other people and not feel like you have to judge or or say something or speak yeah. out. I'm gonna show you something on my computer really quick. Okay. Okay. It's not the video of Chloe, but I can't show you that one. Let's see it. This is uh. Something that me and Mike. So for those of you listening, I don't know how well this will play out, um, the audio. But this is something that me and Mike, for like I don't know, dude. At least I made you do it. Really, is more. But I've kept it. It's still saved. This is the computer I use. I've kept this link saved as a favorite. And every day I'd make this poor guy watch this, and I'd. Lincoln went up to the hotel where all the lawyers were. Stan saw Lincoln coming up. Coming up. Stan went to Harding. Oh my God, this guy is a lanky, gawky, awkward, ape-legged, ape-armed man. This 
guy's weird. This guy's like an ape. He's got ape arms. He's got like ape awkward arms. This guy is like an ape awkward guy. This guy is an ape awkward. Oxword. Oxword. He's like an ape man. This guy is like an ape awkward man. Lincoln stayed for the whole case. They just go on without even acknowledging Lincoln. Yeah, if, if you guys haven't oh my seen, God. if you guys haven't seen Drunk History, do yourself a huge favor. Do yourself favor. a huge favor. Get a Hulu subscription. Um, or go on YouTube. Or go on YouTube. You can but, watch the clips. But Hulu, yeah, but the whole go on Hulu. It's eleven ninety nine okay. for, for, un, for unlimited. Hulu. Yeah, this podcast is brought to you by, by Hulu. Hulu. Fuck it. Um, get a, a subscription uh, and watch that. Oh watch that show and watch that specifically. Actually, you know what? They did two different ones. Yes, there's a, there's. I don't think that's the one that they used in the actual show. That's why. That's why I fucking have it saved as a link because it was hard to find. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's not the one. Go to used. go to YouTube and look up Drunk History Abe Lincoln, oh and God. that shit is fucking. This worse. poor guy though, like I would make every day, like he'd get in, but Mike, hey, come here, and I'd act like it was something new, like, hey, did you see this? Like, oh, what is it? And then I just would play. laugh just as hard every single time. <laughs> it was every day. As the first time that I saw it. Was it. So good. So I'll, I might link it up or something, but anyways, the uh, I, when I first met Mike, um, we were working. Uh, I got I actually started in the call center section. Of a, of a startup. Oh, did you? Well, I started oh, at the call started center at, at Sightly. At Sightly, yes. yeah. Pixel Fit Same Backyard. Shit. Whatever. Yeah. All the four names that I yeah. had. Yes. Uh, yeah, so. Yeah, for I was, branding. Yeah, I was in um, I was in the sales. I was doing cold calling. Okay. If, if nobody's done cold calling, never do it. Don't do it. Yeah, I was just going to say, don't um, do that shit. It is terrible. It's the worst. But yes, we. Uh, so I met when, you. When we first met, I was I was already. You were on the back end stack. already. Yeah, yeah as an stack. account manager. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I started on the sales floor, and then I ended up moving into his department. I don't know how that happened. You guys, like, we needed more people, and there was, like, some sort of, like, you guys had, like, a competition or some shit. Did we? Did you, I don't know. You guys had something. I don't know how you were picked. I'm glad you were. Uh, me too. But I don't know how. <laughs> Get me off the sales floor. We needed more account managers yes. in, well, in the Well, it was end. only supposed to be, I think it was only supposed to be one person, and then me and Prince applied, and Taylor liked both of us, or yeah. Pete, whoever liked both of us, and was like, we need both of these guys back, because Prince is, like... That guy's fucking amazing, amazing on the phone. Yeah, yeah. He's amazing overall, but on the phone, like very good and so amazing also. So he's Pacific I, Islander, so he's got a lot of exactly like, chill vibes. He's just chill. Like I'm gonna hey, fucking cancel. Hey, all, man, right, all right, all right. Why? <laughs> why do you need to cancel? Why? Are we not doing <laughs> our job for you, man? <laughs> let, let us help you. Come on, it's okay. He's, he's the best. <laughs> he is. So I guess we both we both got picked. There's only supposed to be one person, but mm -hmm. we both got picked. Uh, and we both applied and got picked. So I don't know. I don't remember competition. Or, I don't remember him being in there. All the time now. Well, he was specifically because he was so good. He was specifically just cancellations, so it was kind of like he was his own little sub department. Oh, that's right. I yeah. Think. So he actually, my prince might have come after me. I don't recall exactly, but like within a month's time, we were both yeah. there. And I don't. Yeah, what you're saying is correct because I don't think he was an AM account manager. I think mm -hmm. he was strictly cancellations. Yeah. Because he was so fucking good at it. Yeah. Keeping people not good at cancellations. Keeping people. He from was canceling. like, I want to cancel. All right, I'm gonna transfer you to Prince. I want to cancel. Cool. Cool. Bye. <laughs> We don't want your fucking money. We're good. We're good. At any rate, I think it was it was a interesting and fun uh, place to work and meet like people uh, and just in general. Yeah. Like startup culture is very interesting. I just want to talk to that for a second. I'm gonna have another guest on at some point that 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 actually ran that company, um, mm -hmm. and we'll talk about more about startup culture. But I think it's just it's uh, 
there's negatives to anything and everything. So of course there's negatives to startup culture as well. But like it's, I, I really enjoyed, I don't work at a startup now. I mean, it was at one point, but like tech startups are just a lot of fun. Like mm -hmm. people are, uh, there's, because there's so much innovation going on. Yeah. So you're learning, you're constantly learning something new and usually it's a very laid back vibe. Whereas where I'm used to coming from, Walmart was where I worked before that. Like, yeah, good times. Sweet. <laughs> like you have to wear this and you have to say that and you have to clock in and out at these times. And then I get here and there's fucking bean bags. And we have beer on, I think it was Wednesday, some day of the week we'd have like a, that was a fun. team meeting and it would be like going over stuff for a little bit and then like beer and ping pong and pool or whatever. Like, awesome. yeah, <laughs> it, it was like, so I don't know. That Here's was, the problem though. It was, yes. it was Silicon Valley esque yes, without Silicon Valley money, money. <laughs> yeah, and with, with Temecula money. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and that's kind of just where it, and, and honestly, like I, I, I think that Temecula is, is uh developing into yeah like northern california for sure like yeah because prices keep going up god damn it yeah, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> you've told me about it yes i have <laughs> um, um but it you know we have you know wineries yeah. That, oh, are, yeah. that are comparable to some napa valley wineries yes. i'm not gonna go there because i'm sure <laughs> there's a lot of people that someone's gonna jump and disagree you motherfucker <laughs> yeah um so i'm not saying that they're they're definitely that they're as good right. or, or better. They're working than, on it. But they're working on it. Um, and I think that's where the tech industry was was kind of shifting mm -hmm. in Southern California. Um, a, a lot of great startups, a lot of bad startups, a lot yep. of good uh, breweries. Oh, a lot of yeah, great breweries, lots. actually. Yeah. Uh, Southern California. I don't drink beer, but I know it's true. <laughs> it is very true. Um, and and so, yeah, the, the startup lifestyle was something totally different than what I was yeah, used to. I same. came from retail. Yeah. I was a retail okay, store that's manager right. I, I remember that. um, for Zoomies mm -hmm. uh, for a long time. And I just needed a, a change. Retail life it's was... quite the change then. Retail life was I'm working weekends, I'm yeah. working holidays, I'm working I needed it. nights. All the time. And, all the time. And I was just about to get married. Um, oh, yeah. And I was just like, I need, to, I need more of a structured week. Yeah. I need a Monday, Monday through Friday. Friday not like, job. hey, come in because so-and-so can't be here. Or right. Like, or... I was the manager who right. had to deal with shitty teenagers <laughs> calling out because their mom and dad were going to Havasu and they wanted to go yeah. over the summer while I have like a $20,000 day to make, you know? Jesus. Um, good times. Very good times. And so... <laughs> so you um, miss it, I'm sure. So I, I left that shitty situation yep. and went to a, another shitty situation <laughs> by becoming a, a, a call center sales rep. And yep. um, an inside sales rep. So I was like... Yeah, inside sales. Yeah, that looks awesome, awesome on a fucking resume. Yep, it sucks in real life though. It sucks in real life. <laughs> I, 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 I never was. I don't know. I feel like you were a closer. I never was a closer. I was just an opener. Well, um, or was it, there not at, those? At Slightly, it was. It all was in one. All in one. Yeah. Oh, you you open and closed your own deals. No, thank you. Um, I loved it as an opener because I because like the script that so Matt Dunlap was the guy running mm -hmm. the openers. The script he gave me was super easy. It was just like, hey, is this so and so? Yes. Cool. Do you want more of blah 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 business in blah 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 area? Yes. Cool. Let me get my blah 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 expert on the phone. And that was it. Yeah. And I was genius. I was so good. They're like, we want to make you a closure. I'm like, you don't understand. I'm just reading the script. <laughs> I can't read for two hours and talk people into shit. Yeah. I, I can just and and the closures would get mad at me. Prince was nice, but everyone else would be like, dude, stop sending me shit leads. Like these people don't want it. I'm like, they you, said they want more business. <laughs> do you want more business? Want yes. More, yes. Okay. That, that's it. <laughs> that. If you want something more, talk to the opening, yeah, exactly. the opening rep exactly. that's running the floor. Exactly. Um, yeah. So it was it was a lot different, um, and it was totally different 
when I first started. So yeah. at Sightly, it was... Um, yeah, what do you want? 10, 10 15 people. Oh, wow. It was a lot, it was a lot smaller. Yeah. Um, and then we had a, a sales manager. Um, his name, name was Mike Potter. Um, he was amazing. Yep. He was awesome. Uh, became really good friends with him. Uh, became really good friends with the COO, uh, who is... Uh, who lives in Seattle, who I went and oh, saw shit. the other That's day. That's awesome. Um, not Pete, right? No, 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 okay, not, okay. not Pete. Because Pete was uh, AppSexio. I think yeah, Pete was AppSexio. Yeah, it was Ken Hansen. Okay. Um, great guy. And, yeah, <laughs> yeah that was like <laughs> the sightly, sightly days. Gotcha. Um, and then I became an account manager for um, for Sightly. Mm -hmm. um, and then something opened up. AppStack was splitting away because we were all in the same building. Gotcha. AppStack was splitting away from Sightly going it's into its own building. Mm -hmm. That was and a nice building, by the way. The bird yeah. building, I think it was. That was nice. Um, no, that's when we were in the oh. Temecula Business Center. Oh, uh, yeah, I wasn't there. I was only at the Burke building. Yeah, and then we moved over to the Burke building. Gotcha. And that was, that was amazing. Yeah. Um, it, it became that that culture of, like, just just take your breaks whenever you want. Five, yeah. Go just have fun. Back. Come back. Do your yes. job. And it was it was, was awesome. a job getting done? Yes. All right. Yeah. Wait, fine. you don't you don't mean to clock out and then like oh, no, yeah, is fine. it getting done? Yeah. yeah. You need to work overtime? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's whatever. That here's, was chill. Here's I'm, an iPad. Here's, a, <laughs> here's an iPad. Did you want an iPad? Yeah. Oh, here you go. Did you want Did you want a Mac? Yeah. Oh, here you yeah, go. Right. Here's one. Did you want some bean bags and a huge sound system? Here sure. Yeah. No problem. Why not? I'll take it. I loved it. And I remember when they moved uh, the sales floor. I don't. They. I don't know what they were doing with the space because it was not good. They moved the sales floor downstairs. And then me and, I think, no, you were there. I feel like you were working remote or something. But they put me and Corey in the, in the sales floor room, and there was no one else in there. Like, dude, it was like, I don't know, a thousand, maybe a thousand square feet. Two of us in there, no lights on ever, and we would take naps on the clock. Like, we would have beanbag naps. Just like, yeah, you know what, we're going to sleep. Yeah, and we would sleep. Yeah, so, yeah, that's that's when um, there was another company down below us that was moving out. Oh, okay. And so we, we moved into that space. That space. Yeah. yeah. And then we had all so, that space upstairs. <laughs> yeah, so it was like account management upstairs, sales floor downstairs. Mm -hmm. We had it separated. Yeah. Um, and and that's what it was. Uh, but it was it was run as a boiler room. It yeah. was yeah, so yeah. boiler room. Very much. Like, yeah, environment. You, yeah, you couldn't like when they would do their meetings downstairs. Like Matt's like jumping on tables and shit. Like, it was, it was crazy. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was <laughs> it's a little intense. wild west, yeah. for sure. But when we first met, it was it was um, like you said. Like I was the atheist guy. That and was you what, were the religious guy, and that was what threw me, dude. Because I I'll never forget like telling I would tell friends and family and be like like I just met the nicest atheist ever. <laughs> and then, then I realized the more I got to know you, like, that, that's, it's not even, like you said, like, and I don't want to get in the whole labels thing, because I think that's a silly argument, but yeah. um, it's not about that. It's about who you are as a human being. And I think yeah. someone that has less allegiance to a higher power is able to be more in tune with the fact that I'm this human person on this rock hurtling through space, and I need to do <laughs> something amazing with my life. You know, yeah. I think that's, that's what you're able to be more, because there's not this afterlife concern and this am I making someone else who I can't see happy concern there's this are all the people around me okay mm -hmm. because if the, all the people around me are okay then we're okay right and I think that's a really basic easy principle that you're if you're raised in religion it's really hard for you to come to grips with and, yeah. and even comprehend yeah like 
on a level it is because are is everyone around me okay translates to are they all saved are they drinking beer because that's not good <laughs> and that's bad for them right. are they you know are they watching pornography like what are they doing that's bad i need to fix it and help them right. it's not are they in good health are they are they genuinely happy with their life? Yeah. How, what can I do to provide value and give them a happier life? Yeah. It's very little of that on on that level. In my yeah. Opinion. There's a lot of putting uh, putting the scripture before. Oh my God. Yes. Before, you know, general health, health and well-being and well-being, happiness. Yeah. Happiness. Yeah. That kind of stuff. So that was what again that was what blew me away was getting to know you and understand like, you know, it's it's okay that this person. It was very hard for me initially, to say like. It's okay that this person doesn't believe the way I believe because yeah. I needed, I needed to talk you into Jesus. Yeah, yeah but I, I, I feel like that. I feel like there was there was a turning point where you where I got you. You came to the dark yeah. side. <laughs> well, I'm here now. <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah. so you and we were trying to get together. We we're trying to get our wives together. Um, yes, your wife I remember was, that. Your wife at the time was pregnant, mm-hmm. and uh, we came over for dinner. I bought you Jack. Yes, and I think and that's I, and I think that's the turning point. Really? I think that was it. I think it could be for, for me at least. Yeah, I think that's where you came around. Like, you know, what? This is, he's not a bad guy. Well, not, oh, okay. Well, let's, not, let's, not, let's, okay, okay. <laughs> I, I, not that I'm saying that you probably thought I was a shitty guy. A terrible person. But you know, but like you said before, yeah. you know, you you weren't actively passing judgment when we were no. when we had beer. No. But you had judgment. Absolutely. And I feel like the night that we came I like over, that. you. That's a good point. I've never thought what? about that. No, it's a good point. Like as far as like a turning point, understanding. Yeah, like, and, oh, and this is okay. And. I feel like you 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 lost that judgment about me I at like that, that point. I like that. Um, I remember because, I, bought, I bought you Jack. I've never never in my life. Like, and I still right. I didn't even drink with you that night. I got you Jack and Coke. I didn't drink it. You took it home. Yeah, I, I drank, I drank a, a good portion. <laughs> yeah, of it. you did. But I remember buying it at the store and thinking like I've never bought alcohol before. Like this is a. This is a, and I'm not you even never bought alcohol before? No, never. Dude, because I never That was drunk. the first time you bought alcohol? That was the first for you. Yes. <laughs> I did it. Good work. You did it. I have, <laughs> I have, a, I have an imprint on Yeah, on you do. Dude, that ain't going anywhere. But that's the first time I ever bought alcohol. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and again, you took it home with you. But I, I'll never, I will never forget that. Like, that was, that's a good point. I like that. Like, that feels like a turning point Yeah, and, well. and, you know, it was a warm welcoming. Um, yeah. Uh, Very good know, time. Contrary to other things. You're, you're, yeah. <laughs> the the occasion was very it nice. It was good. There it was, was pleasant. No, yeah, it was. Well, you guys was brought your you guys brought food too. Yeah, so yeah, we helps. brought enchiladas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, damn, this guy's a good memory. <laughs> yeah, we brought enchiladas. Um, that's right. Yeah, we we had a really good time, yeah. and, and I feel like that's where we had a, a good connection, and I yeah, feel like dude. that's where our friendship was just solidified, yes. and, and and that's where also I think that you were able to again, you weren't passing judgment, and no. that's. Where you opened up and and kind of I agree with um, that. became a little more just open, open to and the world accepting, of, of, just yeah. like you know, you're not like you said, like you're not like and now coming back to it after that whole conversation makes more sense. Like, yeah, these aren't bad people. He's not yeah. a bad person for drinking. He's not you know, like, and I wanted and I'll, I won't get into too much detail, uh, but I'll I will just briefly say here that you know when things went south as far as like my my daughter had been born, she was almost a year old, and things were just it, things were rough. Uh, for me, uh, going going through a split with my um, with my now ex partner, just that you you and Tab being there, you guys were. I won't get into every detail, yeah. But like the way that you guys were there for me, like, hey, do you need a car seat? Here's a car seat. Like, what do you what do you need? What can we do for you? Yeah. You guys, and then my my friend Prince was huge during that time. Our our friend Prince, um, letting me stay with him. And I mentioned this to my mom the other day because I was talking about she was going to have you on, and she said, "Isn't it crazy 
how this, you know, there's this God up in heaven, right? Mm -hmm. So air quotes, like this God up in heaven that, you know, like only Christians are the good people or there's only certain people that are good people. But when your time of like in extreme need and depravity came, religion and shit, none of that mattered. Prince's, right. Prince's background is LDS. Your background is Christian, but you're not a Christian right now. Mm -hmm. And I don't say that in a judging way, just like that's not what you are. So like all these people came together to help me. And guess what? Religion... N none Played of that no factor. Yeah, it's zero it, it, factor. It didn't matter. And, and again, at, at that point, you're still, as far as I, I know, still you, not you're still not drinking. Was, you were still in, you know, involved in a religious background. I was very background. much in, involved. I was still going to and church. Again, I was going to matter, counseling. It didn't matter for me, and that didn't matter for you. And I feel like that's yeah. that is a thing that that I feel like we need to have more of. It's it, it's not it's not a religious and non-religious thing. It's not a political no. and a non-political or a right or left thing. It's it's a it's a being human a good person yeah being a good uh you know uh person that's that's involved in society and, yes. and pushing it forward um you know and and that's all you have to do and it's so i true. feel like i feel like that's where um a lot of things are lost in nowadays mm -hmm. and now our, our our culture today um i agree 100 percent, and that's kind of what i want to bring everything back to was society and the fact that like my my thing is this when you go on facebook when you watch and i'm not saying right and left because i know cnn isn't as left as people <laughs> like to say it is but cnn you read something on HuffPost, <clears throat> you watch something on fox like you're going to get this impression of uh, whether it's donald trump or the world at large or republicans or democrats it's just like it's a black and white thing like these people are all terrible and crazy and trying to take away your health care right. or this or whatever whatever the hot topic is for that week like you're going right. to see that all over the place but go to your neighbor, go to someone at work, like look, open your eyes, and, and I'm the guy that's on his phone all the time for work, really, but right. but recreationally as well. So like, put down your phone, turn off the TV, and look around at the humanity that's right that's right here, me and you, and and the person at the at the at the counter at at, at the grocery store, wherever yeah. it is, like look around, on on a on a level of just being human and not being in an office or behind a podium, like. There's good people out there, and they're everywhere. And there's a fuck ton of good out there, and it's all over the place. But because it's not on the news, and it's not in your Facebook feed as much as the bad shit is, what you're consuming the majority of is, is negative shit. Yeah. And so that that in, that makes you, in my opinion, it, it does it to me, and I have to work on it. But to me, that makes me feel like, okay, well, I don't want to talk to other people or, or go outside of my comfort zone yeah. or, or do these you know maybe abnormal things. Why? Because there's so much bad. Like, what... I, I can do a little bit, I can pick up some trash, I can, you know, try to be a better person and treat people better and say hi and be more kind, but am I making a difference? Like, that's that's the thing that, that I think I get lost in, I think so many of us get lost in, we have so much negativity surrounding us, right. that we feel like there's this, you know, this overwhelming negativity, so why do anything good? But I can tell you from personal experience, yeah. Taking Chloe and picking up trash the other a couple weeks ago, and I keep going back to that. I'm very proud of myself for that. <laughs> but doing something like that, thank you. Golf clap. <laughs> golf clap. Not golf even clap like it's not even making noise. What? It's <laughs> golf clap. You don't make a lot of noise on the golf course. It's true, but still, barely. So, <laughs> so doing something like that, or like teaching her, like okay, for instance, my upstairs neighbor, who you may have heard walking around right now, came to my door a couple days ago and said, "My battery's dead. Can you help me?" Yeah. Well, we ended up busing her all over town to like return some shit. Taking her to the O'Reilly's to help that's her. Cool. Like that again. While that's all 100% me bragging on myself, that made me feel so much better. Not just to be able to brag about it, but to be able to say like, I'm making a difference and I'm helping. And, yeah. I'm, and, and not just that, 
to be able to reaffirm it with Chloe and be able to tell her, like, while we're sitting in the car and the girls in the store returning stuff, I'm able to tell Chloe, like, what are we doing today? We're helping someone in need. And just, like, right. wiring that into her brain and helping her understand, like, what are we, we're picking up trash. Why are we picking up trash? This kid was stoked to pick up trash. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's so yeah. weird. Like, I don't want to pick up trash, but yeah. she did. So we went and bought the, like, the little yeah yeah, yeah. Little I mean, claws yeah claws exactly yeah, yeah. should have got dinosaur ones it would have been way, way more fun yeah. we got the claws and a trash bag and like all and again I, I get what what I'm going on is you know someone can come on and say like well you're just bragging and I am but the point that I want to make is not only does it really and truly make the world a better place it really does it also makes you a better person because you're able to look at yourself and say you know I did do something good today yeah I was helpful to someone and it makes you feel better about yourself which makes you a better person not just to feel better about yourself, but also it, it, it speaks to a bigger uh, issue and it helps you understand you're part of the world that is a better place and, you, and you're doing that actively. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, my no, I, I, I completely agree. Um, and I feel like that's that's the thing <clears throat> that, um, that I feel like we just need to focus on yeah, especially in these kind of times. Yeah, it's a micro, it's a micro level thing. It's yeah. not, I can't affect who the president is. No. Like, I agree there are people who will tell you your vote matters, and I don't want to get in that argument. I'm, I'm not. You may believe that. That's great. I've never voted in my life. I'm 32 years old. Yeah. That's terrible. I didn't, I, get vote. I didn't vote until last year. Really? Voting, no yeah. shit. So you can, you can make that argument that your vote, make, vote makes a difference, but, like, can I affect the person who's in the office right now? Sure, I can call my representative and do those kinds of things. I, I'm not saying not to do those things. I am saying on a micro level, the people that you interact with on a daily basis – be nice. Be yeah. kind. Do good shit. Do good things for other people, whether they deserve them or not, whether you want to or not. I'm telling you, it makes you a better person. I promise you that. So I think we'll wrap it up with that. Sure. <laughs> Thanks so much for coming of on, course. dude. I really, really fucking appreciate it. It was good to catch up with you. And, yeah, and dude, of course. Get this out, yeah. We'll, we'll have to have you back again, for of sure. Course. And um, great talk. And uh, now we're going to go to jujitsu class. Yay! <laughs> Yay, jiu-jitsu. I'm going to put so, this guy in a Peruvian neck Yeah, for sure he's going to fuck me up. So it'll be a good time. Thanks so much for watching, everyone. Again, as always, super, super grateful for every... If you're liking or subscribing, that's great. I'm very grateful. But if you've taken the time to watch this podcast in its entirety, very, very grateful. Super big thanks to Mike for coming through. We made a long drive to be out here. And uh, thank you all for coming through and watching. We'll see you again soon. Bye.